Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. 6.30 Chad and the Edmonton Oilers Hockey Club present the show that is everything Oilers. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Service for all brands of print equipment in your office? Yeah, Digitex does that. D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot C-A on Oilers Radio. 6.30 Chad. It's 105 in Edmonton. Welcome back, everybody. Oilers Now, Bob Stoffer along with Brendan Escott. Dayton Abbott. This is Oilers Now, which is brought to you by our title sponsor, Digitex. Hugh Porter and the staff at Digitex, where you can buy or lease your next office network printer from the Digitex.ca e-commerce store. No need to spend your valuable time meeting with door-to-door sales reps. Your all-in-one convenient location is Digitex.ca. Digitex.ca, Alberta's number one owned and operated place to buy office technology, software, and, and IT and supplies. Um... We will get to a bunch of texts on our Heartland Ford text line. Heartland Ford out of Fort Saskatchewan at 630-630. Go down and see the great Gretzky. That's Mike Goretzky and Griff Jarvis at Heartland Ford in Heartland RV in Fort Saskatchewan. Tell them what now sent you. Don't think we're going to open up uh, the River Cree Resort. Eh, maybe we can squeeze in a call or two here in the next 14 minutes of the show. It's 780-496-0063. Maybe Dayton can grab the call. It's just coming in right now. We will have another giveaway for uh, Lower Bowl Power Pack uh, coming up. Of course, you can uh, sign in at edmontonoilers.com right now before the end of the week to register for priority access to purchase your very own Power Pack uh, before the general public gets at it. They start at only uh, $139. Uh, at about uh, one fifteen here, we'll get into NHL today for elite promotional marketing. Do you want me to take this call or not here uh, on number one? Looks like we got both. Nope. Okay. 780-496-0063. That is our River Cree Resort Casino hotline. Here we go. Uh, Bob, what's with the Sam Bennett talk? Is there actually a trade that could happen between the Oilers and the Flames that would uh, involve Bennett? Maybe JP2. Thank Switzy. Uh, I'd say it's a long shot. You know, uh, I will say I'm intrigued. Like, when I put the tweet out last night, it was as much just to see what the Flames fans, because to me, Bennett's an interesting player. I think there's more there than he has shown offensively. And I've loved how he's played in the playoffs because he's brought it and he's tough as nails. Like, he punches from downtown, he fights way above his weight class. He's He's a highly competitive player. Again, you can text us at 630, 630. Uh, we've got Verdon Fiddler coming up at 135 today. Uh, hey, Bob, uh, on our Heartland Ford text line, Fiddler pulled off one of the funniest uh, hockey gags you'll ever see on YouTube, imitating Kevin BX. So, yeah, we tweeted that out about a week and a half ago. It was absolute gold. Where was there one on uh, our man here? The trivia question to the first uh, giveaway for the Oilers Power Pack was Jason Krelick. And we had... Uh, We had somebody call and say they actually played with him. And another guy, Texas. Uh, Bob, you mentioned the name to the answer uh, to your trivia question with Tyler Wright in the interview. That's right. I just wanted to see how many people. Brendan, how many guests did it take uh, people, by the way? Was it 
You go through about 12 to 15? Something in that neighborhood, yeah. Before people go, well, there but you go. But I, I will also say part of the problem is people just phone without actually hearing the question. So that doesn't right. make it easier on them. Yeah. Are you, if you're ever a question how many people we actually have listening, you do a trivia contest. And, you know, when I had this station, when I had the show on the other station, we used to do trivia every day. And we started to get tougher. And that was a reasonably hard question. So, uh, But, again, we've got another one coming down just after 1.20. We're going to go to Ralph on line number two. Ralph, you're in Oilers now. How are you? I'm doing well, Bob. How are you doing? Uh, I'm okay. Hey, that clip with Vern Fiddler, is that the one where Elaine Vigneault can't keep it together on the bench behind his scorecard or his lineup card? Yes, and, of course, you know we've got to ask Vern about that at 1.35. That was pure, <laughs> uh, that was an epic, uh, <laughs> epic thing. Okay, well, I was calling in. Um, I know you're the eternal optimist. Uh, I'm I'm pragmatic this year, man. Let me okay, tell you. I, I'm telling you, I'm going to be pragmatic then also. Um, I think we can agree, given the people we've had behind the bench in Edmonton, we could attest to the fact that it's probably not coaching. <laughs> I, think that's, I think that's a pretty fair assessment. So I don't want be fair to then say, well, now Dave Tippett's here, so we're going to turn this ship around. I think that would be putting too much on Dave Tippett. I think ultimately it's got to be the roster. Now, if we look at the roster that we have right now versus what we had last year, we have some additions in Nygaard, Yurko, Granlund, Haas, not exactly household names. You know, if yeah. one or two of those guys can contribute, it might make up for some of the players that we don't have coming back. But in all reality... What do you think? I mean, uh, we saw Ryan Dezingle sign today or yesterday. He's off the market. What realistically can Ken Holland do to improve the depth in this roster right now? Uh, and do you think he's going to be able to move out the Lucic contract? Uh, it's funny. I, I, okay, Ralph, we'll start. Uh, thanks for the call. And uh, we'll put you on hold there for a second. Couple things just involving Lucic. I know that I thought maybe 60, you know, 40, 60 that there could be a trade, so 40% chance like back on July 1st. And then by July 8th, I was like, yeah, you know, maybe uh, 90, 10, uh, 80, 20 that he'd be back this year. I don't know where it's at. Okay. I believe that there's a couple teams looking at it and they would be non traditional trading partners for the Edmonton Oilers with Lucic. Um, I think Calgary might covet what Lucic has in terms of the toughness. Uh, and maybe they'd be willing to flip a player out of there, but I think they'd want Edmonton to pay uh, for the slightly different uh, contract between a guy like James. Like, obviously, James Neal makes sense. I think in Vancouver's sense, I think absolutely there would be an appetite to bring Lucic in for Louis Erickson. But again, they'd want the Oilers to pay a little uh, capper on that. In terms of the depth of the roster, does Edmonton have a third-line center? because they had one at this time last year. Um, so here's the thing. We all thought two years ago the Oilers were, were, were going to be a top-four team in the league based on how, you know, they went two rounds and lost to Anaheim. Uh, that did not come to fruition. I thought last year, okay, they'll bounce back. They got kicked in the proverbial junk, and they'll respond, and they'll be better. I think if Peter Shirelli had been more patient and let his team get through a difficult first 20 games with a lot of travel, he might have been rewarded as year went on. And for those of you that say, no way, Stauffer, they were just not good enough, the St. Louis Blues were last on January 3rd, last in the league. You never know how teams can come together during the course of the year. But Peter moved out a couple of useful top nine players. And, you know, and Ryan Strom. Now, would Strom have scored 18 more goals at the Oilers? Probably not. But 
Yoder's miss a third line right shot center. Drake Kajula, I'd say for Edmonton, would have been a top nine player that sort of was a whack-a-mole guy that you can move him around the lineup and uh, and he could contribute a little. So moving forward, they got to hope that Smith gives them, gives them more than Talbot did last year, and it's not all on Talbot last year, for the record. They got to hope by having a second guy. Uh, by the way, Smith has history of Dave Tippett. They got to hope that the combination of Smith and Koskinen uh, makes Koskinen better as well. I don't think Koskinen can start 25 out of 27. So it starts in goal. Got to play better team defense, a little bit different dynamic. Uh, maybe transitioning a guy like Caleb Jones in. Um, so got to have a little bit better transition game and uh, do a better job defending, certainly than they did last year. They got a better penalty killing. They brought some guys in that can PK a bit. It's got to be vastly improved. They got to hope the power play remains in the top ten because we've had wide variances over the last three years. I don't think it's realistic to think that uh, McDavid, Drysaddle, and Nugent Hopkins all can have career ga- years offensively again, which was part of the frustration of the team missing the playoffs. They got to generate a lot more secondary scoring out of their bottom six forwards. I know Jason Greger wrote a piece on the. Oilers Nation site about a week ago about that, that it was unrealistic to assume they'd score as little as they did. They got to have more juice in the bottom six. Can Tippett get more out of the base of this lineup than his two predecessors did? To me, it starts in goal and with the defensive structure and process. So less offensively might be more defensively for the Oilers. But time will tell. Time will tell. And then in terms of Ken Holland, the most likely scenario to upgrade the top six is via trade. I think that's fair. Let's get to it. It is NHL Today brought to you by Elite Promotional Marketing, more than just sportswear. And here is Brendan Escott. Thanks, Bob. Uh, another free agent fish came off the market as Carolina snatched up Ryan Dezingle today for two years at $3.25 million in the first, three and a half in the next. 27 years old, he had career highs in goals. 26 and points with 53 but he was a healthy scratch at times uh, of course for Columbus in the playoffs this year's first overall pick though Jack Hughes signed his three-year entry-level deal with New Jersey it pays him an AAV of 925,000 with performance bonuses available the Ducks reportedly have a deal on the table with Michael Del Zotto for one year at $750,000 and the Sabres inked Johan Larson to a one-year extension one and a half million there now yesterday the Canadians signing Arturi Lekanen for two years, $2.4 million. He finished plus 10 last year, playing all 82 games and had a career-best 31 points. And a report from Dallas this morning saying that the team is trying to shop 23-year-old defenseman Julius Anka. He was a healthy scratch for the final 35 games of the Stars' season. And he did add Andre Sekera to an already crowded blue line situation. Finally, Bob, uh, the Vancouver Canucks will induct Alex Burrows into their ring of honour on December 3rd of this year. He spent 12 years in Vancouver, will join the likes of Kirk McLean, Orland Kurtenbach, Pat Quinn, and Matthias Oland. You know, there was a time that Orland Kurtenbach was considered one of the toughest players in the National Hockey League long before you were born, but he was a, a legendary personality early with the infancy of the Vancouver Canucks when they first came into the NHL. Their first goal in the NHL was scored by a guy by the name of Barry Wilkins. Uh, but uh, Kurtenbach could chuck him. Sort of in the era of Lou Fontano and Gordie Howe, who didn't have to and did a number once on uh, on Lou. 
which uh, made people reevaluate a lot of different things. Uh, Teddy Green was a, a tough guy of that era. John Ferguson, 1960s tough guy, was uh, maybe the, the top guy out there. Some would say Eric Nestorenko, I would say, until he ran into John Ferguson. And then it was ugly city. One seventeen in Edmonton. All right, how tough should I make the second uh, trivia question today, Brennan? I thought that last one was really difficult and people still got it. So I think you can challenge them a little more. Okay, again, uh, when we come back at one twenty, you might want to hear the question before you call in. Another uh, pair of lower bowl power packs as part of uh, the Oilers uh, releasing the, the power packs. You can sign up at edmontonoilers.com before the end of the week to register for priority access to purchase your very own power pack before the general public. And that starts at $139 each. And uh, we're going to give away our uh, second uh, power pack in the next segment. This is Oilers Now. This is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on Oilers Radio. 630 Chad. It's 121 in Edmonton. All right. You got to hear me through this question. Up for grabs. Another pair of lower bowl power packs. You can reach us on a River Cree Resort and Casino, 780-496-0063. But do not call until you hear the full question. We like to do a little bit of six degrees of separation when we do our trivia question. A reminder... You can sign up at EdmontonOilers.com before the end of the week to register for priority access to purchase your very own power pack before the general public starts at $139. Hey, Brendan Escott, you're a big uh, Junior A guy, right? Oh, yeah. All right. Uh, well. From the modern era, though. You don't want to go. You don't want to go old school back about thirty years ago. I'm not going to act as though I would ever know the answer to that. So. All right. Yeah, uh, have you ever heard of the guy that I just mentioned to you? No. Okay. Here we go. So uh, Tyler Wright uh, spends his off season like Ken Holland in Vernon. In the draft year in which the Edmonton Oilers took uh, Tyler Wright twelfth overall, that was the 1991 draft year. David Oliver was a seventh-round draft pick. He ended up uh, spending had a pr- couple pretty good years with the Oilers, 16 and 20 goals. He's currently a New York Rangers assistant. David Oliver played on one of the greatest Junior A teams of all time. I think they won back-to-back in the late 1980s, the Vernon Lakers. One of their star players, the Oilers, ended up signing after he won a national championship with Acadia. Okay, so this guy was one of their top scorers for a number of years. Seven eight zero four nine six zero zero six three. Name the former Vernon Lakers star who played with David Oliver and later played in the Oilers organization down in Cape Breton. I wasn't just going to give you an easy one. Seven eight zero four nine six. Zero zero six three again up for grabs, a pair of lower bowl power pack uh, tickets. I will also tell you this guy when he played at Acadia uh, was a teammate of Colin Gregor. Colin is the brother of Jason Gregor in town. Acadia had a very good team. Uh, they won the as I mentioned they won the ninety 
They won in 92-93 because Lethbridge won in 93-94. But Acadia won the 92-93 uh, national championship. Uh, the Alberta Golden Bears won the 91-92. This guy was one of their best offensive players. I mean, obviously, he went on and played in the American Hockey League after playing CIS. But he was an absolute stud with Vernon in the late uh, 1980s. And this is when the BCJHL probably was a better league at that time than the AJHL and the SJHL. I don't know if that's still a case. Brennan, is the uh, eight? Give me a thumbs up. Uh, is the AJHL who's got the better league right now, the BC League or the Alberta League? What do you think? Is the Alberta League better than the BC League today, or is the BCJHL still seen as the uh, is the BCHL still seen as the deepest junior A league in uh, Canada? Because back in the late eighties, I think everybody thought it was BC at that time. Still that way today, do you think? I get the sense that it is still that way. Absolutely. We do have a winner, by the way. So congratulations to Jenkin, who called in and knew the answer was Dwayne Dennis. Had you ever heard of Dwayne Dennis before? I had not heard of Dwayne Dennis. Uh, so he goes to Oilers Camp in, like, 1995. That's the first time I met Jason. Uh, Jason Colin Gregor. Cause, uh, uh, actually, Colin, I think, was on the ice there as well. It came out of Acadia, and I think those guys both ended up going to Oilers. Uh, and I don't even think it was a rookie camp. I think it was the uh, the main camp at that stage back in uh, 94, 95, or whenever it was, mid-1990s. Yeah, Dwayne Dennis, uh, top-end score, now 50 years of age. Uh, but with Vernon, they were, they were a terrific junior A team. I think if you look it up, they probably won a couple uh, – I got what's what's the champion? I think they're in the Royal Bank Cup now. It's the uh, Junior A Championship, uh, and he played after uh, playing for Vernon. Played uh, four or five years at Acadia, and then he ended up uh, playing with the Cape Breton Oilers in 1994-95. And uh, he was on a team with David Oliver, who would go on and play for Michigan. And then Oliver had 16 and 20 goal seasons for the Edmonton Oilers, and kind of dropped off pretty quickly as an NHL player. David ended up running Colorado's farm team for a number of years. Um, Worked with Joe Sacco in Colorado's organization. Then this past year, David Oliver uh, joined the New York Rangers as an assistant coach. He was always a real good guy uh, to deal with. And there's a whole bunch of those Vernon guys. Ken Holland's a Vernon guy. Tyler Wright is kind of a Vernon guy right now. And uh, the Oilers today making it official and naming Tyler Wright as the Oilers director of amateur scouting and also mentioning the one and only Archie Henderson as the director of uh, Pro Scouting. Guys are complaining, texting, saying, hey, I had the answer, but I couldn't call in because all the numbers. That's what happens. So we've got our winner. Our winner, winner's name again was? Jenkin. Jenkin. Nice work, Jenkin. My guess is he had to look it up. I mean, that would be pretty rare. Uh, Troy in a hemi says, Bob, would you trade Julius Honka or Jesse Poliarvi for Julius Honka? I don't. I mean, everybody's got kind of a small right shot puck moving defense, but I mean, the Oilers have Ethan Bear. I realize Honka was a first round draft choice, but he hasn't grabbed it yet. Has not grabbed it yet. There you go. You can text us at six thirty six thirty. Tweet us. Uh, this text out of Fort McMurray. Is this correct? BC is so strong because they don't have a limit of. Tw- or back then they were so strong because they didn't have a limit on twenty year olds uh, back in the day, from Fort McMurray. Was that the case in, in junior A hockey? I'm going to take the Fort Mac. I'm going to take your word for it there. Um, and what I will say is um, Fort McMurray was never afraid to spend a little bit of money as well. 
Wasn't Harry York making like big time money when he played for the uh, Oil Barons? The joke was he could make uh, more money playing in uh, the AJHL than he could in the Western Hockey League. Uh, again, you can text us at 630-630. Tweet us at Oilers now. Hey, Bob, you say Holland might add to the top six, but we don't have much to give other than our defense products. Uh, that, that, in my opinion, uh, we need to keep them. Uh, Bob, what about Pominville or Vanek or Sheehan on one-year deals from Troy? Uh, I don't see Pominville. Foot speed would be an issue there. Vanek, Sheehan, if anybody would know those guys, it would be Ken Holland along with Archie Henderson and Tyler Wright. So if it hasn't happened yet, somebody texted in Darcy Martini. Uh, he's out of Castlegar. Great guy. But, no, the answer was not uh, uh, Darcy Mar- Martini. Bob, would you trade Chris Russell to Columbus for Al- uh, Alexander Venberg? Uh, Do you think it's possible? Um, doesn't Wenberg have like four or five years left on his deal at four point nine million, and Russell's got two years left? Mm, I wouldn't do that deal. Uh, Red from Edmonton has texted showing the Heartland Ford text line. Bob Sam Bennett reminds me of Sam Gagne. To me, they're a little bit different. I think Gagne's got more skill. I think Bennett's probably a little bit quicker. Off to a global news weather traffic update with Kerry McCarthy when we come back. Vern Fiddler on Oilers Now. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad.